Welcome to the Career Fluencer Podcast. This is Liz Melton. I'm a client partner for a small startup currently based out of Los Angeles, California. Many people who might have gone to a school like Stanford really admit these things. There's a lot of imposter syndrome going on, but there's this thing that people call it, which is duck syndrome, that there's a duck and they're sitting on top, like floating on the water, but underneath you can't see that their legs are just like spinning constantly, trying to like work so hard. I started skating when I was six years old, and I actually continued doing that up until my senior year of high school. I had a lot of energy, and I talked a lot, and my parents were kind of annoyed about that. I think they wanted me to let out my energy somewhere else, so I tried a bunch of different sports, and I wasn't really good at any of them, except for gymnastics and figure skating. I mean, I would get up really early in the morning to go practice. I'd squish all my classes together. For a long time, I really wanted to go to the Olympics. I didn't actually make my goal. But during that time, I was really upset because my parents would make me study a lot. felt very strongly about school. And I was really mad at them for that because I just wanted to do skating, like skating was my life. I think in high school, I definitely was more inclined to work in the health sciences. My parents were both in that field and I thought I would just kind of follow in their same footsteps. I do think Freshman year is really hard for a lot of people because they're used to being very good at what they do. I think maybe they do a better job of this now, but uh, one of your first days when you're moving in, the provost will give this speech and he'll point out like, oh, you have somebody in your class who got this Guinness Book World Record and this person wrote this book on penguins in Antarctica. And he like lists off, he or she lists off like maybe 10 things like that. And I remember just sitting there being like, they've made a huge mistake uh, admitting me here because I don't belong. For undergrad, my major was human biology, so it was kind of keeping along that same track. But spring quarter, I was kind of scrambling because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And earlier that year, actually, my father passed away, and I took a leave of absence, which kind of put a pause on my studies, unfortunately. But it actually made me realize... I might not really want to go to medical school. Like I wasn't sure. And I felt like if I wasn't 99% sure that I wanted to spend my life doing it, I probably shouldn't commit 10 plus years to continuing that education. I tried to take a lot of kind of random classes my senior year just to see if any of that clicked. And I still realized that I was interested in the health sciences, but maybe didn't necessarily want to be a doctor. I think when people say, oh, he or she's a jack of all trades. That's usually has a negative connotation. But in my mind, I think that's really helped me because I'm interested in a bunch of different things. And while that can be overwhelming, if you're trying to decide what kind of career you want to go into, it's also an opportunity. Senior year, that's when it like really starts where it seems like everybody's getting a job before you and they got the interview and they crushed it and all this stuff. And you're just still trying to figure out where you want to apply, trying to keep perspective that like, even if you don't have a job coming out of college, or even if you didn't even go to college, like people are struggling to get their first job, like you're definitely not the only one. And you don't have to get a job that's like, amazing on your first try. And I think that's what everybody like has in their head, try to kind of like, give yourself a little bit of a break, they were having a career fair. So I figured, okay, well, I'll just check it out. And I was kind of standing around this one booth, And this lady saw me just standing there and I don't think she wanted me chilling out in front of her booth and not talking to anyone. So she struck up a conversation with me 
and it was a consulting firm and I had no idea what that really was. Uh, I, some of my friends did consulting and I still couldn't figure it out. It just seemed like they were making PowerPoints all the time and I didn't really get it. So I talked to her and she explained to me that there are multiple sectors you could focus on and you would just be helping a company with some aspect of their business they were struggling with. And it sounded interesting to me, kind of wasn't convinced, but I figured I'll just throw my resume in the pile and see what happens. And that actually ended up being my first job. So I started out working at a consulting firm and I actually got placed in the technology practice, which was a little strange given my background. I definitely thought I would be in the life sciences. That's what I ended up doing. And it was a little scary because like I mentioned, I hadn't had any experience in technology before. And even though the businesses had a very different structure, totally different audience, they were selling things to or serving, it it got really old after a while. And I was getting kind of worried because it's at consulting firms like that that are huge, you sort of are told over and over that you need to find your niche. And that's how you become a partner is you become like the person who's amazing at doing X. And I started to find out that doing Salesforce projects in the financial lending space was starting to become my niche, especially if I took that route and got the promotion to consultant and started doing more projects at banks. And that did not seem like a good idea because I wasn't that interested in that space at all. I was interested in making things work. It felt kind of like finals all the time, which sounds horrible to most people. But like, you know, when you cram really hard for a test and the next day you absolutely like know all the answers, you like really prepared and you nailed it. That's what this project felt like. There were a lot of overnight deployments. And then the next day, we would be like, oh, awesome, it worked. And it was cool to see those results. But like, it was the same on every other type of project, really. Um, the financial space was like not that different to me. And I didn't have a background in it. I wasn't super interested in it. And I told that to my career counselor. And unfortunately, I was the only person on my project that was not promoted that year. Felt like too much of a coincidence to me that like my not wanting to continue that way influenced my promotion. I was very disappointed about that, um, and I decided, okay, whatever, I'm going to try to get on a health sciences project because I was interested in that in the first place, and it's been like, you know, two and a half years, and I still haven't done one. So I tried really hard to get on a health sciences project, but uh, again, at big consulting firms, it sounds like easier to switch into a different category than it actually is. Probably the coolest part about doing all these different roles was meeting all the different people that I did in my career so far. They just like are so good at what they do and usually have great advice. And I've really been touched, I guess, by this sounds bad, but like every time I left a place, it was very touching to get people's responses. You know, the email where somebody's like, Hi, everyone. I'm so grateful for my experience at blah, blah. It's, I've learned so much over the past two years or whatever it is. After every time I've sent out one of those, I've gotten like so many awesome responses from people and I feel like I'm still connected to them in some way. Meeting all those people and my bosses at a lot of those companies have been very influential for me. I feel like a majority of them were very helpful in kind of like giving me options. Uh, my boss at the accounting company, for example, she kind of understood that I wasn't super challenged or fulfilled in my role. And she helped me actually get the role in strategy, even though it was like 
not beneficial to her to lose someone from her team, but she really cared about me. She helped me, you know, like try to get a role in a different department. So I really appreciate that. I feel like that is another good thing about the jack of all trades thing is you get to meet so many different people who um, give you exposure in some way. That's kind of a common thread is like, even though I might not have had a very linear trajectory, I feel like all the ups and in all the ups and downs, I've had so many people that have really influenced my life just in terms of what I do next or giving me just day-to-day advice or just being that like positive person in the office. So I guess that's my advice to other people too, is like make sure to really let people know how much you appreciate them at your job uh, because you never know how they might come around in the future. And plus you get to have like a great relationship out of it where whether it's like you're somebody else's mentor or somebody else is mentoring you, I feel like that's always a really good experience. I've had a lot of different kinds of roles in my career. Most of them are in the technology space, but I started out in consulting. Then I moved to doing a more product manager type position, then um, scrum master, and then moved into even strategy and operations. And now I'm a client partner at a startup. So it just kind of shows you that the whole like jack of all trades, master of none thing. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think you are better able to empathize with people. You can talk about multiple subjects uh, somewhat intelligently. I do some stuff in the nonprofit space to help out. I do some freelance writing on the side. My friend and I started our own podcast about entrepreneurs and I have my full-time job. And I think for anybody who's just starting out, don't be afraid if you are interested in like 30 different things, just try to whittle it down slowly and figure out what speaks to you. 